Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. Thank you so much, Pastor. It's good to be with you. And you have a great pastor and pastor's wife. And to know that God only gives you the best. Amen. That's the uniqueness of this business that we're in. Our God is good. We say that all the time, right? But did you ever stop and think how good God really is? Last time you told your testimony. 36 years ago, I went to work on a Friday. I left work and I went to church on Sunday and God got a hold of my life. I was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And before that, the world classified me as an alcoholic. That was 36 years ago, and I have not touched a drop since. That's what the gospel will do for you. The Bible says in Psalms 19, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. And the firmament show forth his handiworks. Day unto day they utter speech, and night unto night they show forth knowledge. There's no speech nor language that their voices is not heard. His lines has gone into the ends of the earth, and his words and into the ends of the world. And in them have he set a tabernacle for the sun, which going forth is as a bridegroom cometh out of his chamber and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is into the ends of the heavens and his circuit unto the end thereof. And there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the hearts. The commandments of the Lord are pure and light in the eye. The fear of the Lord is clean and doing forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them are your servants warned, and in keeping of them is great reward. Who can understand his error? Keep back thy servant from secret faults. Let not presumptuous sin have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright and shall be innocent of the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Aren't you glad, amen, for the things of God? He's a great God. He's a wonderful God. Is there anything too hard for God? It's not. David says some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. So no matter what you go through in life, always know that God is as close as the mention of his name. And anytime you feel that God is far away, guess who moved? I won't leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. Again, it's so good to be with you, amen, and I wish my wife was with me this morning, but as pastor said, she had an accident last May, and she's trying to recover from that, and 
So we're just believing God is going to bring her through. And I really appreciate your prayers this morning with us. Amen. As she recover from this. It's good to see Maddie this morning. Amen. Maddie, God bless you as always. And before Vi passed, she was always talking about how great you were and the things you was doing for her. So know you made an impact in Vi's life and our children's life as well. So thank you for being that light to her there when you worked at the nursing center in La Crosse, amen. And all of you, amen. Let me say on behalf of the Wisconsin District, thank you so much for giving. You are a giving church. You give to Mother's Memorial. Sitting on the district board, I get to see all the reports and everything that transpire. So I know basically what every church does and you guys are definitely doing a great job. So don't lose your zeal and eagerness for what you're doing for the kingdom of God. You never know what God will do through your giving. Amen. And when we get to heaven, you remember that song, Sing the Wonderful Love of Jesus? Amen. When we all get to heaven, amen, that's what it'll be all about. It'll be great to have a good time in the Lord. Amen. So I won't keep you long this morning, I hope. <laughs> to the book of Luke this morning, chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. I will read the entire chapter this morning. Luke chapter 15. Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he findeth it. And when he have found it, he layeth it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost." I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which needeth no repentance. Either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, does not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she finds it. And when she have found it, she called her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together, took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all there, arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. 
And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger, father, and was saying to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and was, had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servant, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hands and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing, and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father have killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. And he was angry. And would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee. Neither transgress I at any time thy commandments. And yet thou never gave me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which have devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. And I would like to minister to you from this thought today, lost in the house lost in the house pray with me one more time father again we come into your presence with thanksgiving in our heart we enter your gates and courts with praise dear god father we're asking you let us not leave the way that we came but let us leave changed let us need renewed refreshed in the power of the holy ghost and we will give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus name amen and you may be seated this morning lost in the house the book of Luke is the longest book of the gospel of the four gospels that is recorded in the Bible not only is Luke credit with writing the book of Luke he's also credit with writing the book of Acts Luke's writing serve as a character print 
what he includes in the book of Luke, he emphasized the gospel also in the book of Acts to reveal the mankind of men that he was. Amen. Luke's character seems to flow throughout his pages in the book of Acts uh, and the book of Luke. We see what kind of man Luke was. Luke was a humble man. Luke was a joyful man. He was a bright man, a pious man. Luke was a gentle man. He seems to have a king insight and sense of power and justice and the holiness of almighty God. We see that Luke is a man of prayer because he gives to us a report of constantly praise and intercession often written in his word. Luke's gospel refers to prayer more than any of the other gospels that is written. Amen. We see also in Luke's gospel there is three things dealing with prayer that is not written in any of the other gospels. The friend at midnight in Luke chapter 11, the unjust judge in Luke chapter 18, and the Pharisees and the publicans. Uh, you see prayer deals with our praise and petition to God. Uh, it is reaching out to God. It is asking God for help. It is yielding to God. It is enjoying our time with God uh, and it is reasoning with God. Uh, Luke was also a man of love and sympathy for the underprivileged uh, and those of a humble estate uh, for women and for children of uh, the poor and for the outcast and the Samaritans. Uh, we see that Luke was a close associate uh, with the Apostle Paul. Thus we can see the doctrinal things of Luke running through the pages of the Apostle Paul's writings. Uh, we also see that in Acts 9 through 27 that Luke to dedicate most of his writings uh, in the book of Acts to the conversion of the Apostle Paul and his ministry. Luke was an eyewitness uh, of the things that had been written and the things that was done to begin to bring to our understanding what Jesus Christ had done. Uh, we see that the main theme for the book of Luke is found uh, in Luke 19 verse 10. Uh, for the Son of Man is come uh, to seek and to save uh, that which was lost. Uh, there's 20 miracles uh, reported in this gospel of which six uh, reigns in the gospel of Luke. Uh, who is Luke writing to? Uh, both Acts and both Luke says he's writing to a man uh, by the name of Theophilus. Uh, but is he really writing to a man uh, or is he really writing to the church? Uh, as the name of Theophilus means uh, a Christian of those uh, which love the Lord. Uh, amen. Jesus tell us this parable in Luke chapter 15 uh, and in 15 uh, he dedicates uh, this entire chapter to talk about things uh, that are lost. Uh, to emphasize uh, his point for coming uh, to seek uh, and to save uh, that which was lost. Uh, he talks about the lost sheep. He talks about the lost coin and he talks about the lost son. The shepherd does not want to lose a sheep. The woman does not want to lose a corn and the father does not want to lose a son. And each thing in this parable, if you will notice, are valuable and key. Amen. To those which have it. But today 
I would like to focus if I could for a while on the lost coin and the place where it is lost. 99% of the time we hear this parable, this Luke 15, most ministers and most teachings will focus on the lost son or the parable of the lost son. But today, as I said, I want to focus on the lost coin and where it is lost. So keep in mind the purpose for what Jesus came to do, to see and to save that which was lost and where we can be lost we can be lost sitting right in the house praise God and the worst place you can be lost is in the house you can sit here under the sound of my voice and still be lost if you've never repented of your sins, if you've never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins uh, and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost uh, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God give the utterance, you're lost. Praise God. You can sit here. We can hold grudges and be lost. We can lie and cheat and steal and be lost. We can say one thing and do another and be lost. We can make promises and not keep them and be lost. We can have prejudices in our hearts and biases and preference for others and be lost. We can be abusers and bullies and be lost. Uh, we can be bitter and have bitterness uh, in our hearts uh, and be lost. We can be filled with anger towards others and be lost. We can be unethical uh, and depressed and fearful and yet we can be lost. Uh, we can watch pornography. We can sneak a beer or drink uh, and commit fornication. Uh, and if we're not careful, we can be lost. Uh, we can never tithe and never give uh, and be lost. Uh, never reading our Bibles, never praying, never committing to the things of God and be lost. We can be a millionaire and be lost. You see, I can be a so-called Christian and never commit my life to God and be lost. Right in the house. Peter says, add to your faith virtue and virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity. For these things be in you and abound. They make that you should not be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But he that liketh these things are blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins wherefore the brother brethren give all diligence to make your calling and election sure Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6 know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God be not deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor idolaters nor feminists nor abusers of themselves with mankind nor thieves nor covetous nor revilers shall inherit the kingdom of God and such 
where some of you, but you've been washed, but you've been justified, but you've been cleansed by the word of God in the spirit, our Lord. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any of them. Are you lost in the house? Jesus says in Matthew 7, 21, 20 through 27, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name has cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me ye that work iniquities therefore whosoever hear these sins of mine and doeth them I will liken him to a wise man which built this house upon a rock and the rain descended and the flood came and the wind blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock and everyone that hear these sins of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a fool foolish man which built this house upon the sand the rain descended and the flood came and the wind blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall thereof Jesus says just because you say Lord Lord does not mean you're going into the kingdom you've got to learn to be a doer of God's word James says and not just a hearer so I want to know the day we must be careful to make sure that we're not lost in the house. Once we hear the word of God, we must become doers of God's word. Amen. We must be followers and believers of Jesus Christ. We need to hold to the truth of God's word. Amen. Not everyone that calls me Lord, Jesus says, will enter into the kingdom of God. John writing in the epistle of John and 1st John chapter 3 verse 10 John says and this is the manifest of the children of God and the children of the devil whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God neither he that loveth not his brother amen we must be right we must live right we must do what is right the great commandment Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and we must love him with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, and with all our strength, and our neighbor as thyself. We must be righteous, which is doing right. It is the white linen of the saints of God. We've got to be right. We must love our neighbors as ourselves. We must follow the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. In this, the children of God is manifested and the children of the devil. So it's not easy, it's not hard to find out who belongs to God. If they're not doing right and if they're not loving their neighbors as themselves. 
John goes on in 1 John chapter 1 verse 5 through verse 10. He says, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all sins. Amen. If we say we have no sins, we deceive ourselves. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to give us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Are you lost in the house? Yeah. Are you lost in the house? How's your heart? How's your thoughts towards each other? Judas sat right in the house with Jesus. He had communion with Jesus. He heard Jesus teaching. He heard T Jesus preaching about salvation and eternal life. He heard Jesus preach about holy living and righteousness. He saw the miracles that Jesus did, but yet he was lost right in the house. And he ended his life by committing suicide. He betrayed it his master yes even though he tried to get forgiveness he went to the high priest but he went to the wrong high priest he should have went to Jesus amen to get forgiveness of his wrong in his life amen but the Bible tell us that he was a lover of money amen and so as a result we can see that he did not value truth the Bible says, by the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instructions and understanding. Jesus says, amen, to those Jews that believed on him. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. For I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life and no man can come unto the father but by me sanctify them through thy truth thy word is truth but they did not value truth the religious leaders the Pharisees the Sadducees and the scribes they sat right in the house and Jesus walked in the house and in Luke chapter 4 verse 18 the Bible says as his custom was he went into the synagogue and they handed him the scripture for to read and he turned to the prophet Isaiah and he began to read the spirit of the Lord God is upon me for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he 
has sent me to heal the broken hearts, uh, to preach deliverance to the captives, uh, to recover of sight to the blind, uh, to set at liberty them that are bruised, uh, and to preach uh, the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the scripture, and he sat down, and all the eyes was upon him. And he began to say, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Everything they had need of could have been met right there in the house where they were. I come to tell somebody today, every need that you have can be met right here in the house. Because in this place, Jesus is here. He says, if two of you are gathered together in my name, there I am in the mix of thee. But they would rejected him. They kicked him out. And he stand on the outskirts. And he began to cry, oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I had longed to put my arms around you as a mother hen does her chicks. But you would not let me. Therefore you are left in desolation. They were lost right in the house. The saddest day for Samson, the man with power, was the day that he woke up when Delilah said, Samson, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. And he woke up as before, and the scripture says uh, he did not know that the Spirit of God had departed from him. And the Philistines took him and they put out his eyes and they used him like an animal. That was a sad day for Samson. You see, from Samson's birth, uh, Samson had a rule put up him uh, of the Nazarites. Uh, and the Nazarites uh, was to be what we would would call today holy unto the Lord. They was not to participate in any kind of wine or fornication. They was to be always holy. It was the law of the Nazarites that was placed upon him. But Samson played around with the world so much. He never committed himself to the things of God. And when he really needed to know the real power of God, when he woke up his spirit had left him and he was lost without any power to defend himself. I want you to know you cannot flirt with the world and expect to keep the spirit and the power of God in your life. You've got to stay committed from the time you are baptized in Jesus name to the time you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You are committed to God to live holy and separated and dedicated to the things of God. You don't want to wake up and have to worry, do I still have the Holy Ghost? When the trumpet sounds, you want to know for your life that I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get up. Get up out of that ground. I want to know I want to be with him because I've committed myself to him and I have lived for him all my life and dedicated myself to him. You don't want to be lost sitting in the house. That's why anytime you come to church, you've got to make sure that your heart is right. You need to have an altar in your house, in your car, on your job, where daily you can get a hold of God. And 
and keep your commitment and dedication to the Lord so that you are not lost inside of the house. Amen. The coin was lost right in the house. And she swept until she found it. As I said at the onset, usually we focus on the prodigal son being lost. But guess who else was lost? The other son. He was right there in the house the whole time. Lost. Look at his attitude. He was not excited about his brother coming home. He was not even excited to go into the party. The father goes out and bid him to come in. He's angry at his own brother. See, we have to be careful that we do not let our attitudes, amen, get involved to where we start hurting and rejecting one another. You see, the commandment is to love thy neighbor as thyself. See, sometimes I've got to take a step away from me. It's amazing to me that those who think they're right, God already said, yes, okay, you go to the person that you think has done you wrong and ask for forgiveness be the bigger of the two but most of the time we want we will we'll just talk about that individual not realizing with that kind of attitude we're going to be lost amen we have to be the bigger of the two to go to them and ask them for forgiveness are you lost in the house jesus was invited by Simon to his house and he came in and the Bible says a woman with the alabaster box came in behind him and she began to wash his feet with the hair amen with her tears and to dry them with the hair and Simon thought within himself and he says if he knew what kind of woman she was he would not let her her touch him he didn't say it out loud he just thought it in his heart. And Jesus said to him, Simon, I have somewhat to ask thee. And he says, Master, say on. And he said, there was a creditor which had two debtors. One owed him 500 pence and the other owed him 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he forgave them both. Tell me, which one would love him most Simon says well I assume the one who was given most he says you've rightly judged he says you see this woman I came into your house Simon water to wash my feet you gave me not but she has not ceased to wash my feet with their tears and to dry them with their hair he says a kiss Simon you gave me not but she has not ceased to kiss my feet. Oil, Simon, to anoint my head, you gave me not. But she has not ceased to anoint me with this ointment. He says, though her sins were many, they are forgiven. For whom love much, much is forgiven. And whom loves little, little is forgiven. Lost right in the house. Because of his attitude. He didn't say it out loud. But see, God knows the heart of man. 
He, the Bible says he knows every word in our tongue before we ever says it. See, that's why we must keep our heart diligently for out of it are the issues of life. See, i got to keep my heart, my mind right. I can't think evil of others. I can't think evil if I've got bitterness in my heart. James says, lie not. He said, that does not sin from God, but is devilish and sensual. Amen. We must make sure that we keep our hearts pure. The Bible says, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse himself by taking heed to the word of God. Jesus says in John 15, 3, now you're cleansed by the word which I have spoken unto you abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear forth fruit except that abide in the vine no more than you except you abide in me we don't want to be lost in the house in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand there's always pleasures forevermore when we come to the house of God we should come rejoicing we should come to love and the praise and to magnify our God. Amen. Because he's our heavenly father and we love him. We don't want to be lost in the house, in our own father's house. I want to be saved. This is a soul saving station. This is the tower of salvation. It's been through the wind, but the wind couldn't turn it. Fed to the lions and the lions couldn't eat it. Fought a lot of wars, but never defeated. I'm talking about the church in the book of Revelation. It's built on a rock. It's got a firm foundation. Praise God. When they asked Peter on the day of Pentecost, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise is to you and to your children and to all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call with many other words did he testify and exalt said save yourselves from this untowards generation and they that gladly received this word was baptized and they were added unto them about 3,000 souls and they continued steadfast in the apostles doctrine fellowship breaking of bread and prayer you don't want to be lost in the house amen you want to be right in the house Praise God. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at AbundantLifeChurch.org.